Remote video production. From streaming live remote cameras over the web to managing an entire video project from your home. We have alternative techniques you can use to stay ahead during this brutal pandemic. On this edition of the DV Show. Podcasting the ins and outs of digital video. Digital, digital video. video. This, this is the DV Show. <laughs> the DV Show. Welcome to this edition of the DB Show Podcast. My name is Brian. You know, this COVID-19 pandemic is changing the way video professionals work. Some have decided to close shop with no solutions in sight. Video production is impossible without human interaction, they say, while others get creative and continue to run their business with new techniques and hacks to produce video for their clients. Remote video production is nothing new, just never at the top of everyone's mind. Now, thanks to this coronavirus, we're all being forced to think differently and continue with business as usual, but in a different way. So tons of questions came into our email inbox this week related to workflows due to this virus. So let's start with our first one coming from email. Ron asks, I mostly shoot vlog style videos and interviews. I'm looking for another camera to mainly be my second camera to add another dimension to my videos. My main camera is a G85 and I shoot 4K 24 frames per second. Since I'm already in the market for a new phone, I'm figuring I should just get a good enough smartphone. So, the question is, what phone should I get to do this? If I could get quality video that's compatible 4K, that would be great. You know, Ron, iPhones, in my opinion, have the best video output of any smartphone. Even the best Android phones aren't even close for color and dynamic range in video, in my opinion. But there are certainly ways to bridge the gap a bit. You can get Filmic Pro to take back some control from the phone's automatic decisions. But I would also try to flip the mindset a little. If you work on matching the camera to the phone rather than the other way around, you'll end up with a more consistent image. Then just let your lighting do the heavy lifting. So doing things like shooting at a high aperture and steering the picture profile towards the phone's natural settings would be a good place to start. But then comes the Sony Xperia 5, which is a 10-bit video in a smartphone. Now, the Sony Xperia 5 is a video-centric smartphone with three lenses and three different sensors. It can capture 10-bit video internally in wide aspect 4K. It has a great low price and is a great option for another camera. The Xperia 5 by Sony has two ways to capture video. It has its internal camera app where you can capture up to 4K at 30 frames per second, 120 frames per second in slow motion mode, and in-camera slow mode up to 60 frames per second. But with the camera app, there is not much control. That's where Cinema Pro app comes in, and with it you can shoot in a super wide 4K aspect ratio at 3840 by 1644 and apply a selection of looks to the image. There's so many things that you can do with this camera. It's very strong when it comes to three separate cameras and sensors, the color look options. It's a little weak as far as the aspect ratio goes. It's really recommended for use with casual video production and online video production. And this is another camera that you can use. It's a separate camera, but not dedicated. We'll put a link to it in the show notes of this podcast. Jamie asks, 
I need to set up an internet link for my school to broadcast a digital seminar with four different scholars broadcasting from their homes. The live stream will be watched by thousands of people. Can you recommend the type of gear I need for this? Is it safe to say the school needs to invest in a digital switcher to produce a respectable broadcast? As always, your knowledge is greatly appreciated. Love this podcast. Jamie, this is such a relevant question, especially now during this pandemic. And this is something that we're getting very often here on the DV show, especially this week over the past couple of months. So we're going to just kind of bundle the answer into all of the questions that we're getting, which are very similar to what you're asking. So there are two ways to really approach this. There's the simple, fast and cheap way or the advanced, expensive way, which always is the best for quality and ease. So it sounds like you're going to be having thousands of people watching this. So you might want to go into the advanced, expensive way, which can be complicated, but you do get better results. It's called AV over IP. Now, this makes remote video production really a possibility right about now. Everyone is looking at this. You can get teams of skilled professionals working and producing from their home on an actual event. So really, here's how it works. You have AV equipment such as cameras, microphones, mixers. They're all set up at a live event. Each and every one of your presenters can have what's called an encoder and feed their camera, their microphone, their mixers into these encoders. And what those encoders do is then transmit the AV data through a network using internet protocol or IP. So you're on the receiving end, which is the producer. You're able to see, you're picking up that feed from the encoder, their audio, their audio and their video, and you can control it remotely. You can add graphic overlays, edit the footage, and that production team is able to control the equipment remotely. IP-based video production is giving producers at every level the option to simply send the cameras and IP connection equipment to the venues and leave the production duties to a control room in a single remote location. Now, this can become very time-consuming and technical, and it's a lot of money, but it's the best way to go. Once you set it up, once you have it running, it's pretty much (laughs) set it up and go. It's going to be there forever. This is really the best way to do it. But if you want to go cheap and quick and simple, what you can basically do is the same thing. You can create a virtual studio within your home where you have your video switching done in your office or in your basement, whatever, using a software-based video switcher. And there are tons of them out there. OBS is free. There's tons of tutorials on the web. And you can also use video conferencing software, such as Zoom, which is a buzzword today, to act as a camera on your presenters. So each and every one of your presenters have Zoom open. You have Zoom in your house. You're acting as the director. Zoom has a webinar mode where you can switch back and forth, making one speaker the primary shot using the spotlight or pin feature in Zoom. You can also engage the audience and have them participate all right online. Now, the setup for these are really difficult to present in an audio podcast, but I thought I would introduce it and answer this question. So we'll put the links in the show notes to check it out so you can set it up for yourself. Alex asks, I filmed a commercial for a client who is 150 miles away and was going to edit the footage in their studio for easier collaboration. But now with social distancing in play, what is the easiest way to collaborate and keep this project alive from a distance? My client really likes being able to provide feedback on my work throughout the day, 
add edits and make suggestions. I also need to be able to edit using Adobe Premiere. My client keeps all the footage on their own drive, but is open to uploading it to the cloud. Any suggestions? Video editing remotely is nothing new. There are cloud-based collaboration tools and paid hubs that keep your teams focused on creating great content. You can do it from across the hall or across the planet. Now, you can do it yourself. You can set it up easily, or you can hire a company or actually uh, pay for services on a company that do it for you. Collaboration can be successful to keep the project moving and distributed without a hitch. Now, you noticed in your question that the both of you have Adobe Premiere on your desktops. Now, that makes this answer a lot easier. You're able to share an entire project and participate in the workflow together using a few simple tools. Basically, what you want to do is have access to all of the raw video files. You want to have access to the Premiere project files so you can switch back and forth. You're editing on one, he's editing on the other, or she's editing on the other, and you want to share the project files together. Make edits in real time and allow each other to refresh the timeline so you can see what each other has done and you want to provide immediate feedback. Now, the simple way to do this as far as accessing all your raw video files Depending on how large they are, how big it is, you can put it on Google Drive or Dropbox, which you can also put in your Premiere project files and sync it up using Google Drive or Dropbox. Chrome even has a remote desktop app that can enable this as well. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. As far as making edits in real time, you can share each other's timeline, dump it up to Google Drive or Dropbox and open it up in your own computer. You're sharing back and forth. It's like a little mailbox going on. That's really the cheap way to do it. As far as providing feedback, you can call each other up on the phone or do a Zoom call and edit together. Now, it's it's a cumbersome MacGyver hack to doing it. It's not something that you want to do often uh, because it's so time-consuming and it's not really uh, efficient in some ways. And like I said earlier, you can pay for services that have all of the tools packaged together as one to kind of uh, handle all of the data that's being transferred across. And they have their own proprietary packages that make it a lot easier. So you're not jerry-rigging things together and doing it yourself, even though it can be done. Sauce.video, Frame.io, Weaverize, Bebop. Now, there are 20 collaboration tools Uh, that we gathered together. We'll put a link to it in the show notes of this podcast to make editing remotely easier for you. James asks, I'm shooting a demonstration video for a hospital using my iPhone but don't want to stand in the same room as the talent. Is there a way to just set my iPhone on a tripod in the room they're in and control the camera's functions from a separate room? Thanks for your question, James. And I understand your concern, especially in a hospital during this time. Now, if you have two iOS devices using the same Wi-Fi network, Filmic Remote comes to mind. Now, if you have Filmic Pro on your iOS device, you will have no problems using Filmic Remote. It has two modes on it. It has a control mode that you can actually set your camera up in one room and remote control it from another room, like behind glass or on the second floor or whatever. It basically clones Filmic Pro from the iOS device that's doing the recording uh, in front of your talent. And it sets it up on another device so you can control focus, exposure, white balance, record operations, and live analytics. 
focusing zebra stripes from a remote device. It also has monitor mode, which gives you access to a whole range of professional-grade analytic tools, waveform monitors, vector scopes. You can go really heavy on this. It's called Filmic Pro Remote or Filmic Remote. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. Now, investigating the answer to this question also led me to the GoPro, which even has their own app called Replay App, the GoPro Replay App, which allows you to remotely control your camera. And then there are a few others for Android devices as well. And we'll put a link in the show notes to all of these uh, related to this podcast. Well, that does it for another edition of the DV Show. Thanks for listening and subscribing. You know, we're here for you during this pandemic. This is a weird situation where video is really bringing us all together. So whether it's about developing, creating content, live streaming video, the best video equipment, software choices, editing tricks, intellectual property issues, creative, technical, or business. This website, our interactive podcast, our webinars, and our team of professionals are all available to help you out. We'll talk to you next week. Video production just got easier. The DV Show.